and welcome to the Homeschooling for Moms podcast. I'm Mary Berghammer, and I homeschooled all four of my children from preschool through high school graduation. You can do it too. Welcome to another episode of the Homeschooling for Moms Homeschool Podcast K-6 Edition. In a previous episode, I told you about my daughter who has dyslexia, and I talked about our journey to find a program that would help her to read. I also mentioned that I would do a future episode to tell you some other things that we did to either tweak her curricula and um, some other strategies that we used along the way while I researched and tried to find a program to give her some real help. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. So first of all, if you haven't listened to that previous episode and you'd like to go back and do that, it is titled Homeschooling a Child with Dyslexia, and I believe it is episode 10. Um, And as I mentioned in that episode, uh, it was my oldest daughter that had dyslexia, and she didn't start reading until she was around 10 or 11 years old. Uh, She wasn't able to repeat letter sounds to me, and she, you know, she wasn't understanding how to blend sounds and she just wasn't doing the things her older brother was able to do at the same time. So I really started to research what was going on with her. Once I realized it was dyslexia, then I began to research for a program or something to help her make some progress in her reading to really help her learn to read. But until I found that, we had to keep doing school, right? So here are some of the things that we had to do to keep going with her regular school assignments so she could keep progressing grade by grade until we were able to get her reading on her own. So early on, of course, I would have to read everything out loud to her. I tried as much as was possible to continue teaching her to read with whatever program or curricula I had at the time, and she did make small strides here and there. Once she started to read a little bit, I would still read the bigger part of her work, but she would read some as well. So it eventually got to the point where she would read a paragraph and then I would read a paragraph. Even when she got to this point though, her eyes would still tire pretty easily. And I could tell this was happening because she would start out by reading a passage really well. And then as the minutes went on, she would start to misread more and more words or skip some words. Um, And this is how I knew it was time to stop and either be done with that assignment for the day or at least take a break from reading. So in those early days though, I did have to read most things allowed to her. The one thing I do have to mention is that she had a very good memory when she heard things read to her, which I wish I would have figured out that earlier. Then I would have done some things a little differently. And and one of those things, for example, might have been reviewing math facts. I would have done it orally instead of showing her the flashcards and having her, you know, read the math fact on it and then give me an answer. I might have just read it aloud to her and let her just orally do do that kind of thing. So if you're homeschooling a child with dyslexia, Reading their assignments to them, or at least along with them, can help them tremendously. It's going to help them get more done without tiring so easily. And and just be on the watch for that, for that point where they seem to need a break. When they start making more mistakes, misreading more words, then it's time for them to at least take a break for a little while. Another way to help them is to purchase or borrow audiobooks for whatever they might be reading as part of their curricula. So as I mentioned I mentioned a uh, free resource in a previous episode called LibriVox.org, where you can access free audiobooks online. And these are books that would be in the public domain, so there's no copyright on them any longer. Many classic children's books are there, such as Heidi, Treasure Island, um, Boxcar Children, and so many more that you are probably familiar with. A lot of them that are still included in um, curricula today. 
Another thing that helped my daughter was using a ruler or an index card to put under each line of text as she read and this would help with her eye tracking or to help her you know only see that one line of text that she was reading that she was concentrating on so her eyes wouldn't lose track and, and end up somewhere else. You can even purchase reading line trackers on Amazon or you can make your own with an index card. The reading line trackers can be really helpful if they're colored. So sometimes the black lettering on white paper is harder for children to read so some line trackers are, have a transparent color over them. I don't remember using a transparent colored eye tracking device for my daughter so I can't really comment on its effectiveness. It's just another option you have if you want to give it a try and it's very inex and it, uh, it's a very inexpensive option as well. And if you decide to try that I would suggest getting several different colors as I've heard that some children do better with certain colors. So we've talked about reading out loud and using audiobooks and tracking devices. You know, it does take more time to homeschool a child with dyslexia. There's no way around that. They need more of your time than the average child, so just be prepared for that. And I do want to advise you not to use any of these things as a crutch for your child. So don't read everything to them if they are able to read some on their own. Now my daughter had what I would describe as moderate dyslexia, so she was eventually able to read, but not as much in one chunk of time as the average child. But if you have a child with severe dyslexia, you may need to do even more for them. So just make sure whatever you do, that it's necessary and that you aren't doing more than what they need, right? Try to be sure not to make them do more than they're capable of doing. But if they can do just a little bit, if they can read just one sentence perfectly, then let them do that. So that's just a few things I did to help my daughter keep moving ahead in her schoolwork. And as we worked on her dyslexia, I hope that is helpful to you. I hope there's something here that you can at least try to help your child with. And although I'm not affiliated with any of the programs or websites that I talked about at the time of this recording, I'll go ahead and leave some links in the show notes for all these things. Um, so you'll be able to just go ahead and check them out for yourself. Thank you for listening to the Homeschooling for Moms podcast, K-6 edition. If you have been helped or encouraged in any way, would you mind leaving me a five-star review and let me know what topics have been most helpful to you? You could also let me know if you have any questions or if there is a topic you would like me to dig into in a future episode. I read through every single review myself and would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. See you in the next episode.